This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Well, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Well, they say seven days is a long time in football. When did we last play? 23rd. Well, there you go. Three days is a long time. And thoughts go back out to the Preston fans coming away after being beaten at home 5-1. Today is our turn, 4-1. Bristol City turned up and did a fine job on us, and I don't think we helped ourselves one iota. What a disappointing display. What a strange listless feel. Everybody was off the mark. Hoot had a game where he could pass the ball beautifully, 45 yards, but couldn't pass it 10. We had a, a midfield that seemed to, that's performed so well that failed to function in the same way as it has. And we had Ryovic have one of those games that we know he can have. So look, it's one of those. We'll get to see where we are and everything. But look, this is probably going to be a short one simply because it's Boxing Day and I'm sure everybody's got stuff that they need to go and get to. But but what did we think about what did we think about today you let us know because of course there's been a series of results over Christmas and in the lead up to it are we a better team away from home did Bristol City cause us problems with how they played or did we fail to actually create any problems for them as a team in, in response as well um, let's get to, to Wendover who we saw before the game Greg as bad as the Preston game was good today was it not yeah definitely mate very disappointing very disappointing I thought we looked bright in the first exchange and then got beaten by a team that was so well organised and so well drilled. I think young Liam Manning has got them really organised. And yeah, we weren't at the races, mate. We were not at the races. Ryan Andrews, I don't think he has been rested the last few weeks. I think he must have some sort of knock or some sort of injury. He got subbed at halftime, didn't he? And his first 45 minutes, he played like Julie Andrews, didn't he? Rather than Ryan Andrews. Really poor, Pete. Really poor. Yeah, well, I I thought in the first 15 to 20, he looked all right, but everything sort of went a little bit 
Rye and and oh, no, not Ryan and uh, Mametti had him and uh, every everything down that down that right hand side in that second twenty minutes twenty five minutes of the first half and of course then he didn't reemerge but I don't think we did ourselves any favours all over the park I thought the midfield went wanting and you saw but and it could be it could be tired legs it's just one of those things you yeah, can't expect, yeah. you can't expect to uh, not be beaten in the championship it is a roller coaster there are ups there are downs and that's fine i think we have to look at that but it it then turns to friday night's game and say right okay well what we need to try to do is make sure that we get some points out of stoke who have changed runners and riders in the managerial stakes as well and yeah. they're not as you one would hope they are not as prepared shall we say as as <laughs> Liam Manning has got them so far today. I thought what was really frustrating was we've talked about there are games where Ryevich works and there are games where he doesn't, and there are <laughs> yeah. times when he works and times when he doesn't. And today we were we would be kind of pressing high. Bristol City would be pressing us up up high as well because we didn't have yeah. the capability to play a penetrative pass in behind and turn them. The only person yeah. who could do that would be Semmer, who did it a little bit but very little. So they squeezed us right up high and basically went, your first option, your first preference of a pass is sideways all the time. And eventually when you've got them on one end of the centre circle and us at the other, it's basically 20 yards apart and you're passing the ball backwards and forwards, backwards, eventually you'll give it to us and we will we'll be through and in. And, and I think yeah. fair play to them. They kind of, they pressed us in terms of not letting us play easily through balls, but sometimes you just need to turn them to make sure that they drop off 10 yards, give you some more room to play. Such a frustrating game. Such a no, frustrating I agree. game. I agree with you. I agree with you. I did think they looked leggy. I did think they looked leggy. Particularly Hoot looks very leggy. But he's played a lot of minutes, hasn't he? Which says that we really do need an, another left-footed uh, centre-back in, in, in the January window. Who comes on this and talks about watford things to, to do? We did a very watford thing yeah. to do today. We scored to get ourselves right back in the game and the crowd is up. Two one, and then the rookery get, goes get go, you know, gets into life. And what do we do? A very Watfordy thing. We just shut down and close off, and we let them score on their foot, nearly off of the kick, yeah. off of the you know, for the restart. Really, from the restart, really naive, really naive, and you know, very disappointing. You know, as I said, you're right, Pete. They look leggy, and maybe it's a good time to be to to start the fatigue coming in because we know what's around the corner. We've got the January window. If we want to evolve and if we want to take that next step, three, four additions have got to come into that squad. Got to. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, a couple of a couple of positives from today because I'm gonna I'm gonna call them out if that's all right with everybody. Was yeah, an elongated yeah. run for Reese Healy, who I thought was tidy in the build up. Was kind of would get the ball, recycle it, and get on the end of it, which isn't beyond the comprehension of of any forward. But we don't seem to have that, and we didn't have that with Ryovich. And getting half an hour in his legs hopefully kind of helps. And as you say, check you know check for Tadzi giving us some end product because he's always flattered to have some of that. But but hasn't shown it. So there's there's something there. But the defending there today was yeah, it was as bad as it has been good throughout statistically. Yeah. But I think we've always thought 
Crikey, we are our own worst enemy. And today we kept turning the ball back to them in the wrong areas and in the wrong places. And whilst we talk about Ryan Andrews coming on and having a difficult kind of time at uh, right back, I don't think Tom Deli-Bashiru's positioning helped us at all. He came in and seemed intent to be playing central midfield rather than... Yeah, he's and, not and a right back. Yeah, the, he's the, not a right Well, back. their two goals came down that, that, came down that side yeah. and he wasn't there. Now... It's a square peg and a round hole being being put in there at the moment. And if we think about it, with Kayembe going to the African Cup of Nations in a couple of games' time, we're going to need him to fill in at, at right back. Uh, sorry, at, yeah, uh, we, back we get, into yeah. the centre. So. Unless we, if we get another reinforcement in the middle of the park, which we might if, if loser goes, and I'm pretty sure loser's going to go. Uh, I think we're going to have to get a right-back loan in because I think Jeremy and Gakia is some way away and I'm sure Andrews is, car- is carrying something. I thought Yesser was bright today, to be fair. I thought Yesser, that's his first full 90. I think he's played in a very long time and, and I thought he was... I, th- I, th- I thought he was. I thought he was really bright. I thought he was bright. There's so, a positive. There you go. But you're right about Rayovich in the box. Okay, and uh, as I've always said, at one point three is not a bad buy. But outside of the box, he does look like that last boy picked at school, doesn't he? He looks so out. It's just so glaringly obvious that he's the worst footballer on the pitch because. As I say, outside of the box, his footballing ability is poor. Is very reminds me of Steve Butler. To be fair, that's who he reminds me of. Steve Butler. <laughs> yeah, I hate you, remember. Butler. That's we what all I used remember. To say. Yeah, 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 no, fair enough. Well, never mind. Go and have a nice Boxing Day evening, sir. And we are going to. Yes, we will do. We're going to crack through these calls. We're going to try and make this as cheers, not, Pete. Cheers, fella. Have, cheers. have a good rest yeah, of mate. what's there for Christmas, and we'll see you on the on Friday evening for that. Let's get to Sean because sorry, I was trying to talk to Sean earlier on, and we were having fun and games there. Sean, sir. Oh, that was a load of bar humbug, wasn't it? Wasn't it just? Wasn't it just? Let's let's say credit where credit's due. You called out young Mametti, the number eleven for Bristol City, when he was at Wickham, saying, "Yeah, no, he was ripping up League One. He was one of those players we should have got. He got a standing ovation going off because he basically rips Andrews apart in the second. And as for, well, he would have been ripping Tom Deli Bashiru if he'd been anywhere in the same postcode as him in the second half as well. He looked he looked a good player. But what did you make of proceedings today? Yeah, I thought the same. I thought if they'd have kept him on, then he would have. Well, it could have been a, even a, a lot worse for us because Tom, when he came on, obviously we. Well, I think he played the inverted wing back role ever so well. He came in when we had possession, but the problem when you play that, of course, is when you lose the ball. Bristol City cottoned on very quickly to moving the ball to the left winger as Absolutely. quickly as possible. And if Mametti was still on the pitch, I think it would have been a a lot worse. It was almost glad that he that he got took off when he did but it was just shite wasn't it we've we started the game with the same front three same middle three same wing backs as we did against Ipswich when we created absolutely fucking nothing in the first half and yet we look that Ipswich are a good side I said it last time we cannot create and go forward and be on the front foot mm. and be offensive when you've got that lack of speed and, and change of direction in the team. And collectively, that was our effectively our worst, well, six to eight players at doing that co- collectively. When they brought Martins on, 
It was screaming for Bayo. It, mm. it looked a bit better, but you again, it's another game where I've looked at the bench thinking, well, our strongest team is sat down. I mean, Dave done really well when he come on. He looked like he was trying to do that for us, but it's difficult because I think that the, I don't think the, obviously the selection was right, but we've just played this. We've just been two, one down to Bristol city played the entire second 45 minutes without a left back and without a right back. And we've done this last season. We knew that they were the places that we need to strengthen. We don't, we haven't done it. And it's very difficult to blame the manager for trying to get forward and get us back into the game when we haven't got a left back or a right back on on the pitch or bench. Yeah, square pegs, round holes. That's the that's the order of the day. As we say, we're going to come into January, so hopes will be that we will have some level of replenishment. We shall see. I mean, just looking at the at the. We're still kind of where we were. We're two points off of the off of sixth place here, so we have to look at it overall. And a, lot, a number of people have come on when we've won games, and quite rightly said, it comes down to individual moments. I mean, today we had sixty percent or thereabouts possession. We had thirteen shots to their fifteen. We had five shots on target. They had five shots on target. But the difference in the creation and the level of space and the kind of how open it was for those goals to be finished in comparison to us was a nightmare. And I don't understand why who can play the ball, as I say, 45 to 50 yards on those crossfield balls, but can not play a 10-yard ball to to, to either Lewis or into KMB into midfield. It's, it was just a, one of those frustrations. You can, only, you can only assume that he's been told to do that because surely when you're doing that off your own back, you're going to get told not to. The amount of times we had the ball on the corner of the 18-yard box and we've passed out again yeah. to, to, the, to the wide man. And Ken, how many times... Uh, how many corners did we have today? I think you've got the stats in front of you. Was it seven or eight? Corners, we got six. They got six, yeah. Six. I don't remember us clearing the front post again. We might have cleared the first man once, but it certainly didn't clear the front post before it's before a player's got to it. Yeah, and no. it was, There was a couple of times when Sam has got the ball and he's turned down, coming in on his right, and he's waited. He's gone with his left. And we've got the big lad on the penalty spot, but... Nobody else is even making a, an attempt to get inside the box. They're standing still outside the 18. And you just think, mate, even if you get this ball across, yeah. we're just not. I think that he's a decent enough player for what we want. He's a big lad. He can hunt around the ball in the six-yard box. He can be a bit of a pain. He was unlucky with a decent header that he perhaps shouldn't have had any right of getting uh, on target, which I think he did. But I'd just like to see him play more as a two. i just really like to see him play more as a two. What, what were your thoughts on Reece Healy when he came on? Well, and what so far? He had one. He had one woeful bit, didn't he? Where I think he stuck a couple of passes, uh, in terrible touch. But yeah, yeah uh, he, he looks like he offers something, and beggars can't be choosers. He's, he's a little bit of energy, but I still think Bayo's being unlucky at the moment. He's he's got that energy and that fizz when he comes on. We're lacking it. We are lacking it. We can mix it around, and it's a good thing, but. We, we really needed him to start if we're going to go for those other players around him. You can't be as lethargic as that front, or dare I say it, front six was for us today and and expect to be on the front foot. 
Very good. Sure, super stuff. Have a great rest of Christmas before as we're heading into the new year. Lovely to see you there down there at the bunker today. Let's get to, uh, to Boyd. We haven't spoken to Boyd in a little while, so it's good to get Boyd on. Boyd, uh, sir, first of all, Hi. lovely to see, lovely to hear from you. I hope you had a, hope you had a good Christmas. And, uh, Certainly did. Excellent. Brought back down to earth today. Of course, absolutely. What goes up, etc. Yeah, there you go. Unfortunately, we were just bad in every single position. On the pitch, we our passing out of defence was appalling. Yep. However, there was no one available to pass the ball to. Their tactics were exceptional. Fair play mm-hmm. to them. Every 50-50, they won. They were quicker than us to the ball. Unfortunately, Kayembe, oh, God, the amount of times he lost the ball today. I'm not a fan of Rahovic. I don't know what he brings Yes, he scores the odd tapping, but I just don't get the point of him personally. I'm sure people who disagree with me, but I don't get the point of him. I'd rather have bio any day. I just think we've got to write it off. We've been playing much better, and today was one of those where I don't think there was one player could say they had a good game or even an average game. Fair enough. Yeah, no, we. I mean, not you and I. We've been. We're old enough to know this, and everybody listening knows you're going to have games where you suddenly look like complete strangers. You're not in the championship. There's too many games. It comes and it happens. But I think the important thing here is to react to that and see Correct. something on Friday that that goes. Yeah, we've dropped a bollock and we need to pay one back here because Correct. it's interesting that we've had three wins straight. On away from home when teams are coming on to us and we've got a little bit of space to operate. Today, as you said, in terms of their, their, they absolutely squeezed the play, oh. knew that we weren't going to just try and feed it in because we've got nobody like, and I, I appreciate people will be sucking air through their teeth as I say it, but you remember the number of times when we just popped the ball in behind the uh, the back line for Matty Vidra to run onto or for yeah. Luther Blissett or for anybody who had both power, pace and an ability to kind of you know rattle the goalkeeper or rattle the goal mouth yeah. when, when he runs free. We just don't have that with, uh, with, with Ryovic, bless him. You know, the- I was watching Ryovic for quite a bit and I said to my grandson, he never makes a run. So who will have the ball or see Ralter have the ball? He's standing still. Yeah. Never, ever makes a run, even on the shoulder of the centre-half, never mind past him doesn't make a run to come towards the ball. I mean, listen, I'm not a fan, so maybe I'm the wrong person to be saying this. I just don't get what he offers the team. Mate, I just when don't get it. When we've won, I mean, even after the Rotherham game where he stuck two in, again, obviously from six, seven yards, that's fine. That's, yeah. that's his game. We did say, and we've been saying all the way along, he does nothing other than score goals. And that is a good thing. But as we said, even when things were going right, the difficulty is if that is your entire game, and I do mean your entire game, if you don't score, therefore, what have Correct. you done? And it's a, Whereas we're talking about Healy coming on and just talking to Sean there, and he, said, yeah, he, took a, he had a bad touch and a bad pass. He got the ball and he down, he would spin it off, he would try and make runs, he would try to... Same thing with with Bio. It gives you something else, but maybe he's trying to rotate it after, after he, he did the opposite against Blackburn. But I think against Blackburn, you almost had the right, it felt like the right order. Start with Bio because he'll give you something. He'll hold up, he'll run, he'll let you try to, 
keep in the game. Because even when we were down to one nil, we were one nil down when he came off. We weren't, we hadn't kind of just given silly things away easily, etc. And no. then you bring somebody on who's a poacher, and we're trying to shoot, and he's there, he's following in for rebounds, he's in for the little kind of knock knockabouts. Yeah, maybe that's the direction. Maybe, maybe that's the order also, to do. I think today showed the thinness of the squad at fullbacks. I'm not a, the greatest fan of Lewis as a defender. I think he's quite good coming forward. Andrews is maybe carrying something. I don't know, but as good as he was in the second half the other day, mm. he was as bad today. Yeah. And we have no backup at all for either of them. That's quite scary. Yeah, very true. Tom Delhi is not a fullback god. <laughs> I mean, the third and fourth goal, where was he? Yeah, it, I agree. It, it, it was the absence of somebody occupying that space because he was pushed into Correct. that midfield all the time. We can always argue on his behalf that, you know, he was there trying to pull us back into the game, but you don't get back into the game by, by basically filling up a, a, a bucket with a whacking great no. hole in the bottom, which is no. effectively what we had. But um, we've been playing much better, and I think we've just got to hope it was a one-off. Good stuff. And as you quite rightly say, Friday, very important. Brilliant stuff. Boyd, sir, go and have a, an excellent rest of your Christmas and thank, thank you. you. Lovely to hear from you as always. Justin, we're just gonna get we're just gonna get Anton, but I appreciate you you're running around left, right, and centre. What did you think of uh, of today? Because obviously it was Boxing Day, and I know you're very keen on Boxing Day football. Well, you know my thoughts on Boxing Day <laughs> football, Peter, so I'm not gonna dwell on that for too long. What I am gonna do though is say Met lots of really nice people today. So, hello, Jason from Finland. Hello, Alan Lathwell. Good to see you again. Very nice to see Ed from Florida. Ryan Cripps as well. Happy birthday, M. And that's it. I'm now going to go and have my Boxing Day evening and forget all about football until Friday. Thank you very much. Thank you, Justin. Very nice to hear from you. That's good. That's good. Right, everybody. Stand by your beds. We're going to have, I imagine, some kind of musical accompaniment to to enter with our next guest coming on. Because it's Ant. We haven't heard from him for a little time. He's had some moments. He's had Christmas, maybe, to get a new song or two prepared. Ant, after you, sir. Take us away. Don't think I can't feel like something wrong. You've been the sweetest part of my life. So long I look in your eyes There's a distant light And you and I know There'll be a storm tonight This is getting serious Are you thinking about you? This is the longest intro we've ever had. Oh, look at that. I was going to say... <laughs> Isn't that the lady who sunk the Titanic? Was that our metaphor? Or was that that was is. A... <laughs> She's good at depressing songs, to be honest. It's been fucking depressing today, hasn't it? <laughs> Fuck's sake, mate. Oh, dear. Never mind. Hey, first things first, everybody. First things first. Anne, did you have a good Christmas day, sir? 
weren't too bad. It was all right. I've got work tomorrow, 11 hour shift. Lovely oh. job, Lee. What about you? You all right? You have good fun? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was with the family, but you can't have it all, can you? So, <laughs> never mind. So, come on then. Yes, it was one of those, but we haven't spoken for a few weeks. Things have been improving slowly. Today, was it a blip or were there greater concerns for you today? Oh, I think it might have been a blip. I'm hoping it's a cool. blip. I've been a bit busy with life, work life. So that's why I've not been on really. But yep. yeah, no, I don't know. I think I'm hoping it was a blip today. Um, as Wendo said, yeah, Skrilla, but great. I think he did it quite good when he came on. I was, to be fair, I was meant to go, but I was at a family thing today. So I bought it on the Ive, wasted a fucking tenner. My uncle was like, I've got an app, but I paid 15 quid a month for it. It worked good. And he tell it, it didn't fucking work, did it? I was like, I'm just going to fucking buy it and watch it with own. <laughs> so I ended up buying it. But I was like, fucking what a tenner wasted there. Oh, um, always. So that's about eight minutes in I got on it. Um, I've just as I got in, actually, the spreader had a good shot. I'd, and I think, to be honest, I'll be completely fucking honest with everyone, mm-hmm. I think I jinxed us today. Ooh. I've not actually put a bet on Watford for fucking ages. And since I had it, we've been on a little bit of a roll. And then I put a bet on today and we <sighs> fucking lost, didn't we? Like, look what happened. You see, um, you see, in the last couple of weeks, we've done some very good work discovering that cheese as a counter curse to Nigerian curses works very well. But we didn't know that the ant was sitting there laying odds on on the game. I mean, this could be countering our counter curse. Who knows? We I might... had a bit of cheese earlier. Oh, well, there you go. You've done your bit. Well, that's all you could ask for. Really, yeah, isn't it? but I think the bet seems fucked us up. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to give up now, Ben. Because at one point, I was on a right roll, but then it went a bit tits up, so I didn't bother. And so I thought, oh, fancy spread off. The problem. With bet, the problem with betting on the team that you support is simply there is sim- there is a no-win scenario there where you've, you're financially down and you're emotionally down. Sometimes, well, it's just bet on so- both teams, really, oh. and either way you ain't really too pissed off, are you? That's, that, I'm sorry, people, that's probably the way. Otherwise, it's just too much to take in one hit. That's what I think. That's yeah, what I think. so Never I don't mind. know why I fucked the up today, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping it was a blip. Spriller, yeah, I like the way he looks. He looked lively. Martin's come on, I was like, good. Yeah, Andrews, I don't know people you touched on Andrews, I don't know what, what the fuck's going on there. I think you have to accept that, one, I thought he was up against, bearing in mind Sean, who came on earlier on, has been talking about this, a messy lad, and saying, no, he's flying under the radar, but we should really have a look at him, and you can see why. And we were leaving him exposed, he was pushing into midfield a little bit, not as much as Tom Daddy Bashira did in the second half, but, yeah, he's... Yeah, it, it's always difficult if you think about it, right? He, he's a 19-year-old. He's been playing – you play junior football where the amount of football you played is still kind of regulated. He's suddenly training full-time with the men. He's playing all the time, etc. in this last season. Sometimes it takes a developing body a period of adjustment to get used to that, the rigours that you're putting on it, if, if you like, and to kind of toughen up. You've seen it with Yao Pedro, who we all saw over three years develop from a boy's body into a man's. Now, I mean, Ryan Andrews is far further advanced than that. He's a, and he's a good baller and he's got the ability, but You've got to take into account that the, you're playing what every three days at the moment, every three or four days, it, it's gonna it's gonna knock you yeah, off of kilter. Yeah, it? so so this is his first blip. We'll just let him get over it and see where we go from there. But never mind. What do you think then? Obviously, Stoke on Friday, and then of the things that everybody who is travelling, magnificent, well done for travelling down New Year's Day down to Plymouth. What do you think? The next two games, do you think we'll see a reaction and, and get something out of those? Or, or, or what, what are your thoughts about the next two games? One at home, one away. I'm thinking realistically four points out of two. I don't, either way around, I ain't really too bothered. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Plymouth, we should be doing, but 
the overall beat us, what was it, 4 0 a few years back, wasn't it? Yeah. Fucking hell. Like 2014 or something, when we played the overall, I was like, fucking hell, mate, what's going on here? <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, four points, I think I'll be, I'll be quite happy with. I was just hoping for a win today, put us in that playoff spot. Like, that would have been really handy. Going off subject, who, what's, what's, what's it with his own goals, mate? What the fuck's going on? There was no one even near him earlier. Well, the the thing is with Hoot, I mean, because I think when we get to the player of the season, I think he'll be in with a shout. Genuinely. Oh, definitely, definitely. And yet, and yet, you go back to the Coventry own goal, you look at the Ipswich faux pas, and you look at the own goal today, and you go, ooh, wow, there's been a lot. So in fairness to him, to still be in shout for everybody going, and I hope most people are sitting there going, yeah, he, he might be in for, in for player of the season, with those three on his copybook, shows actually how good he's been other than that, it was really interesting. We did we did a Christmas Day special to uh, to put out yesterday for those people who aren't necessarily kind of spending all day with, with the family. And one of the we went to some of the podcasts, including the the Plymouth one, and he actually called out and said, "What I want for Christmas is a defensive unit." like Wesley Hu, and he called him out. That's a player that he'd seen and went, oh, yeah, no, we could really do with that. So, hey, he's he, he, needs, he needs to sort those little moments out. We need to stop being our own worst enemy because whilst they opened us up and got the tactics absolutely all right, they looked more dangerous when we had the ball. Uh, literally today they look like our mistakes were going to put them in and they took them and they played them beautifully no no lack of credit goes to bristol city today for playing as they did or doing it how they did it they took our own kind of what's the phrase tactics if you will or strategy and turned it against us beautifully fair play but we've got to make sure that when we have the ball we are not look making the opposition look stronger sorry mate I'm glad it's nice, right? That's my bad. Dave got a goal, though. I'm quite happy Dave got a goal. I, I think so. There's been rumours because, and I can't remember the team, I just remember the player because I remember the player from uh, Shotarava Ladze, who is the who is like a he's like the Georgian megastar over the last 30 years of, of Georgian football, so much that when we signed him, he came to the ground, I remember, and the club did, did a big piece about him coming in. And he's now manager somewhere and has come back in and gone, I, I wouldn't mind having Chak Fadadze uh, in. So it's nice that he's getting, again, a little bit longer and even better still that he's shown a cement product because I think we've all looked at him and gone, you can see he's a box of tricks, but where's the end product? Where's the assists? Where's the clever ball other than that kind of left to right kind of releasing of somebody like Andrews? And today, nice little bit of uh, combination plan and and a tidy finish to make the keeper really. Yeah, no, I don't know why. I'm quite happy for him to get goal. But yeah, 30 minutes is as uh, long as what he's come on fucking for ages now. Yeah, isn't it? So yeah. I'm yeah, happy with that. Before you go, Pete, I'll, yes, I'll let you crack on in a sec. Cheers, mate. Three players who are we going to fuck off in January. Oh, obviously, a bar for that one who's obvious. Oh, who's right. So, <coughs> so I've, got to let, I've got to let three players go then. You've got three, who are you going to let him go, Tom? Injured or not? I think, well, you're, 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 you're clearly having to look at loser. Um, because and we yeah, he's need, not included. Um, he's gone anyway. I've got a different three other than him. I've got, so he I've, can fuck off. He's, I've, he's I've got a sack another three. I've got a sack another three players. You see, this is what Ant does. He comes on and stops me asking people questions and starts asking me questions, and therefore I immediately kind of fumble straight away. Let's, well, let's have a look at the team. Let's have a look at the team and think about it. What about um, Jezar? Would you fuck off Jezar if we brought a replacement in? It depends how his injury is at the moment. Oh, I think he's shit, to be honest. Well, if, if we look at it, who are you going to keep, him or Andrews? And the answer is only that it's going to be Andrews and he's got a, a new yeah. contract. He's there. If you could get something for, for Jeremy and Gakia, then I think you would. I think Tom Ince 
probably has. I'd rather keep Jeremy and Gakia in right back than fucking all left back weather than fucking Tom Deli Bashiru. You've got to sign replacements for these players. Otherwise, absolutely. Otherwise, you're going to be made uh, the squad all, all, all wonky and shonky. I don't think Tom Ince has yeah. played as much or has been used as much as we thought we might have had. As I say, Georgie Chatfortadze might end up kind of going. After that, I think you're kind of looking at, especially after today with Jamal Lewis going off the pitch, how fit is James Morris? Because he's been having diff- kind of issues, shall we say, What's in terms going of on his with fitness. Him? What the fuck's ter- going on with Morris? Well, in terms of his fitness, so he needs to be kind of good and fit. But from there on, I think you're not looking at having to release people. You're needing to bring in and supplement at that particular point. If we get rid of loser and we could bring in somebody like Etienne Kamara from Udinese, who was playing at Huddersfield for a couple of seasons, did very well, got a move to Udinese and has played about three minutes since. So he, he is one of those players that uh, was suggested at the start of the season, had been brought into the group, but wanted to play top-tier football. But of course, when it gets to January and you haven't played much top-tier football in Italy, you might consider going and playing at your sister club. So I think he would be useful because... I thought when Jake Livermore went off today, I don't think, and it's no offence to KMB, I think KMB's much better further forward, as we've seen over the last few weeks, and it would be good to bring somebody in with some legs who can play that Livermore position in addition and then sort of take it from there. But I think what we need to make sure we have is in that fullback area, we need to make sure we've got proper competition that, in terms of fitness. Because mm-hmm. James Morris says, I know he picked up an injury and then he kind of disappeared and then and we haven't really seen him, but that's possibly been a lot to do with Jamal Lewis being, being all right. But I'd really like to see somebody come in and absolutely kind of sign that up. So probably in Gaffey, yeah. probably Tom Ince, and that's because of the emergence of Aspria. We got to see him for 90 minutes today and he looks a bundle of fun. Even when he's not producing, there's always a chance of him doing something for us and combining with uh, Chuck Fatanze today, I think it was, for the goal would be something. And the other one would probably be again in that midfield would probably be Tom Daly Bashiro simply because of his his injury uh, uh, record and I appreciate I'm sitting there kind of uh, t- turning around to, to to players who are coming back from injury or trying to get back from injury and Tom Daly Bashiro today was fit but we haven't seen him nail down a position we have we're seeing them now trying yeah, to stuff him enough. into he's trying to stuff him into a different position or you know square peg round hole and, and and knock him into that position which I don't think it's kind of helping I really like him as a player but it's just you don't. We don't get to see the incremental improvement as we have with Kaiembi, as we have until today with Kone. But hey, it's it, we've we've said over the last few games as as we've kind of done all right. It's increasingly a squad game. Therefore, it's about squad depth, and therefore it's about squad availability. So anybody we can bring in that that, that kind of really pushes the rest to perform. That's where we need to be. That's where we need to be, in my my opinion. But, hey, it's all a game of opinion, so there we go. Lovely stuff. Answer, have a great Christmas. Hi, this is Peter Kennedy, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up 
about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. We've got, let's get to Ellie. Ellie's been waiting long and proper. And then we'll be coming to Shane and then we'll be coming to Tim. And then we'll go to the five words and round us off, etc. Ellie. Ellie. Hello. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Sweary mum and everybody in the various academies of nephewness that that we speak of. I've got five. Well, I'm. My fifth nephew is due in June. You've got oh, sod, five nephews? The fifth nephew is on its way. So, yeah. I thought you what only had is... two nephews. Oh, right, hold on. Four How many? Nephews. Hold on, hold on. How many of these nephews are signed up to Football League Academies? Um, Two. Two. What are the only other two doing? Two. The other two are too little. They're only six and five. Yeah, six. Yeah, there. Yeah, giving them an easy so, ride. I take them to watch local football with me because I'd rather give them, you know, the local football club money than This is Coney yeah, Coney Heath. So I take the boys to Coney Heath. We follow them home and away. Ooh. And they absolutely love it. But oh, I don't know. I think today, because I was watching on the Hive and mm-hmm. I was also watching the Sheffield United game, which really pissed Oh, don't me right do, 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 We're not talking about that. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> we're not talking about that. But yeah, I just think it's really obvious that the gaffers had to rest his experienced players for today. But I just think you have to protect your league position. And I just don't think that he... I would have had all of my experienced players on Boxing Day. Christmas is the halfway mark of the season, for fuck's sake. So you have to get maximum points from every single game that you play. So who who are the experienced players that you would have played that he didn't play today? I, well, I said, well... By the way, if you say Daniel Beckman, I'm just going to start laughing. Go, it's so carry on. No, I would never... (laughs) No, I would never play him. I just think he needs to go. I know, I know. Carry on. I have deep-rooted hatred for that man. Like, not quite hatred, You keep it hidden so well. That's fine. I know. Who would you have played? Who's the experience? I would have had Ryan... I mean, Ryan Andrews, obviously, he played, but then he got taken off. Mm -hmm. I just think we would have... I just think I would have had more of our, like, better players on. And I can't think of any of our names for the life of me because I've had a Bailey's. So... But I just think that you have... I understand the thing is like when Dover was saying we need to have depth and there is no depth because when anyone gets injured we're fucked so Livermore today and everybody else I just think that if we get more experienced players that we'd be better like in the January transfer window we need to be looking for like some decent left backs some decent midfielders and a couple of strong centre mids as well because they're just not good enough at the minute mm, okay so you want some experience I, I, I would struggle to say who was left out of that team, other than Imran Loser, who seems mm-hmm. to be, and kind of opinions are divided between, yeah, yeah, very much between the rest of social media and Imran Loser's own social media mm-hmm. in terms of what he deserves and where he should be. But at the end of the day, social media can have its thoughts about everything as much as it likes. Only yeah. one person's opinion really matters, and that's Ishmael. That's the man whose yeah. decision has got to be made. But other than, I just think other, that other than if that players today, disrespect their gaffer, they shouldn't be playing. It's as simple as that. And he like isn't. If, and, and he isn't. So, so Ngakia was injured today, so he can't play because he, he was out. So he started with Ryan Andrews. You would have started with Ryan Andrews. Would you have gone yeah. with Ryan Porteous in place of maybe Sierra Alta? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think Ryan Porteous was really good away at Preston. I think that he has got the experience of the league. And uh, uh, Ryan Porteous came on and played right wing back at Preston in about the last yeah. 12 minutes. It but was, I it think was that he played, Preston. But I think he played well. 
And I think that we need to have, in order to get out of the championship, you need to have a mix of experience and you need to have a mix of youth as well. And I like the fact that Ryan Andrews is one of our own and we've, he's our homegrown boy, basically. Cool. And I really, and I love that. And I think actually my wish of bringing through our young guns is happening. Quite a few of the Coney Heath boys are actually doing the travel. They're going down to Plymouth to watch the game. Nice. And I was like, oh shit, that means, I said, we're going to compromise our league position for you to go and watch those dickheads. Mm. And they were like, but else? And I was like, no. I was like, the league comes first and then everything else will follow. You play well and you can go, you can be rewarded and go and watch Watford play. And there was a massive conversation about that happening. But. I, I bet there is. After everybody who went to see them today is sitting there going, reward? Reward? That was a reward? reward. Yeah. What? What no, are you no, talking you, about? You make an interesting point here because you mentioned about – I asked about Ryan Portis. You said he was very good at Preston. I pointed out the fact that he, he only played for 12 minutes, but he played right wing well, back. He played right wing back. Mm. Should Portius be in for right back starting on Friday? Yes. Okay, now we've got somewhere. We've maybe, everybody, we've maybe solved the quandary about Ngaki being injured. We don't quite know how Ryan Andrews is. Go and put somebody in who's defensive. That's good. We mentioned loser. We couldn't put him in. Would you have had Tom Ince in instead of Aspria? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, Aspria is good, but he has to be serviced in order to be good. He is so, like, he'll make the run, but he doesn't do the check back. He doesn't look back and he doesn't follow the other players and play you have to play to the whistle right and you have to play into your channels and you have to feed the ball into channels he makes the run before he's even seen where the ball's going he's done like a quick flick over his shoulder and he's made his run but he hasn't actually timed it properly okay Okay. All right. I'll take that. So we'll take. So Inch could have, could have come in instead. The yeah. other players, I think, are. Oh, you, you're looking at Matty Pollock. I love him. I just think he's such but, a lovely boy. Really? In. I, I, like I have to. Pollock. I have to ask. I, I have to ask this. You you said that in a way that was slightly mothering, uh, or indeed, yeah, aren't I you? Think he's, I think he's young and he's. And I just don't. I think he gives with zero fuck. He plays with zero fucks given. And he's just so attacking, and I like that about him. We need more players that are free-spirited, that don't give two shits, that are happy to make a decent tackle and not get penalised for it. And I think Matty Pollock's done a couple of tackles that were, have been questionable over the season. But I feel like now he's really coming into his own as a player. Like, he's more relaxed in his play. When he comes on the pitch, he's often quite... He's like, I just think he just plays really well, and he's always got his head up. When we fuck up, which is quite a lot, he doesn't take it to heart, whereas all the others do. I feel okay. Well, the rest of them basically all played, with the exception of James Morris' trip. It's about being observant. And I think that when you have, as a squad, you have to have the right people around you to right. be able to get the best out of your players. Do I think our gaffer is going to last? Nah, I don't think he will. I think he'll be gone. If we get playoffs, which is where obviously the aim is to get to playoffs, do I think we'll get, do I think we'll win the playoffs? No. I think we'll lose out on the playoffs and I think he'll be gone. There we go. There we go. I'm We've, just well, being honest. No, it, look, I hate the phrase your truth, but you say it how you see it. That's the whole point of this place entirely. Ellie, sweary mum, many nephews, have a lovely rest of Christmas. and you a too, lo mate. And Thanks a for having me. No worries. And a lovely new year. We've all learned about making early runs there. That's nice. Let's get to Shane and see what Shane thinks. Bear with me a second. I do apologise, Shane. I'm all fingers and thumbs, as per bleed normal, but never mind. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Shane, if you hit the uh, the mic button, you should be able to come in and, and say hello. Well, I'm better 
better now than I was 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I'm better now than I was 20 minutes ago. Oh, good. Well, well <laughs> yeah, I came back. I came back from the the game really bloody disappointed, actually. But mm-hmm. listen, I've got a glass of champagne in my hand now, and I've got the fire on, so the this, world's looking better. This is the way to deal with things, people. Well done. This is the Shane method, and I think I can honestly say, do not scratch your eyes. Heartily concur, uh, and and con- this sponsor the way to go forward, Shane. Brilliant. You're feeling better. How are you looking back on it with the uh, with the champagne then? Well, I pretty much disagree with 90% of what Ellie just said there. <laughs> it's all about opinions, isn't it? I think I think for you know, Ishmael, he picked the wrong team for the start, really. There was no way Ryovic should have started that game. It's a waste of a shirt having him at number nine. We know he doesn't operate much outside the six-yard box. It was clear that the way Bristol played, we needed behind so that was a game for bio to start he should have started without a doubt and that was a mistake i think from the manager i certainly agree around, with you i know we've talked a lot about and i think we, t- we talked about a lot about andrews who did not he probably had his poorest game actually for, for watford but he was not helped i think by Alta as well who was who stunk the place out today frankly i am i sit in the john stand towards the rookery end Mm -hmm. and that right hand side of ours was all over the place we were all over the place in the first half we were getting pulled out of position Andrews was getting pulled out of position. Aspria wasn't quite sure how to get back and help. Sierralta was not helping Andrews at all. I think, and I feel sorry for Ryan Andrews a lot because I think he has an element of nervousness spread from the centre back area into him. Yeah, and probably quite rightly he got hooked, but I, I think he didn't get much support from his from a, a more experienced player inside him actually. Cool. No, that's fine. And Porteous for for all of his twitchiness on occasions and he has I would hope that we would see him kind of calm down a little bit but he's one of those players who he is prepared to carry the ball out a little bit and kind of wait for the opportunity to arise whereas Sierra today who's had a who's had a fine season in a couple of different positions he, he seemed I think use the word twitchy yeah he was very very nervy on the ball and it felt like him and to a lesser degree, but certainly Sierra Alta almost wanted to get shot of the ball. There wasn't any responsibility taken on the ball. I yeah. think that's something that maybe we miss with without having Porteous there. It's no everybody can have a bad game, can't they? But you know, and you expect, and you you do expect. We talk about senior players. You expect them to stand up and take that responsibility, which I don't think he did in many ways. But listen, let's talk about the positives as well. Cool. I, I I thought Chakvadadze looked really bright when he came on. He played in the centre of the of the park, which is is clearly his best position. Yep. I'd like to see more of him. Aspria is getting better all the time. He had a good ninety minutes today his touch is brilliant stuff happens off him he set nice. the goal up as well there's more to come there's more to come from him but listen the squad depth is an issue and I know a few other people have said it. yeah. it's hard isn't it because you haven't got a lot of players who you can bring in and when these games come thick and fast over the Christmas New Year period it's hard to, to rotate them appropriately when the squad depth isn't there and whether we can do some business in January I'm not sure but we could certain positions we definitely need and another centre back is definitely one of those nice nice I agree I, no I agree it'll be interesting to see how and what we do in January I mean we have made some reasonable signings in Januarys. I know everybody always says it's a difficult time to do it and of course yes it is but I, I mean Kone was bought in I think in a January and, and has, has kind of gone on to do alright but it's hard to I think sign 
somebody who makes that immediate impact these days on occasions. Yeah. But if we can, that would really be something. I mean, we're still, as I looked at it earlier, still only two points off of the playoffs. So I appreciate that we're starting to look up. Maybe that's a bad thing to do because I'm not too worried about being in there. I, I would rather see this uh, team progress. Is it just a blip along the progress line today, do you think? Or is it uh, is it more to just, as you say, to do with that depth? I, I think the depth is a problem. But look, a, a loss in the championship is not the end of the world. It, it doesn't kibosh your season at all. As you say, I did look at the league table. We're still only a smidge off the playoffs. A win at home to Stoke and we'll be right back in the mix again. So look, I was disappointed as I drove home today. But as I said, Feeling a lot better now. You've rectified that. Well done, sir. Well done. Shane, look, lovely call. Thank you very much indeed, sir. Please do call in again. Hopefully after, obviously, we've picked up three points against against the Stokies. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Right, let's get across to uh, one last caller, and then we will go into the five-word reviews. Let's get across to Charlie. Charlie, sir. Hello, sir. Merry Christmas. How are you doing? Merry Christmas. I'm currently getting over a very serious case of man flu, but apart from now, I'm all right, mate. <laughs> now, it, it, did this come on over over a 24-hour period of uh, of enjoyment and revelry? Oh, no, nothing to do with the alcohol. Oh. You know, I've, been to- I've been told the wine that I was bought for Christmas was very nice, though, by my wife, so <laughs> I'll have to take that. That's very nice of us to give you a review. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Did you manage to get to it or did you catch it on Hive Live or anything? Or No, I spent spent £10 of my Christmas money on treating myself to the <laughs> enjoyment of the game, sat on my sofa with the dog next to me. <laughs> the word treat but, myself uh, has never been doing such hard work as that particular oh, sentence. Ab- oh, mate, absolutely. Uh, Go for on, me, mate. there were no positives today for me. We just got beat four fucking one at home, let's be honest about it. I know... Some people always like to try and get a positive from the game. For me, I couldn't find one. Before the game started, I looked at the team and I just thought, how predictable. Again, Martin's on the bench, shagged in the taxi on the bench, Healy not even given a, a bit of faith. Ryovich today, again, look, he scores goals. We all know that when he gets, he does get a chance. But mm-hmm. he did have a chance early on that was offside. I don't know if you remember. And he, he couldn't even hit the fucking target for about seven yards out. He, he sort of fluffed it wide. And, yeah. okay, maybe he knew he was offside. But even if you know you're offside, at least smack, smack the ball in the back of the net to yeah. get the goalkeeper and the defence worried, thinking, oh, shit, this guy can hit the... He, he couldn't eat a bloody cow's ass with a banjo half the time, that fella. It's but, so odd because if you bring in a player with the last knockings and you go, he's going to have eight goals by Christmas, you would go, okay, right, that's that's good going. It, it's not even though that that finishing thing that it's just the fact that you need we needed something more today. And again, at the risk of repeating myself as I always do, obviously, if all you do is score and you don't score in that game, it's telling us as, as to how little he did. I, I asked earlier on, and I wonder what your thoughts were. Was if the Blackburn game was the order in which to do it? You've got your person who's going to run the opposition ragged in bio. He might grab you a goal. He might not. He may be clumsy, but he'll work hard. You You've got Healy there now as an option to get more and more time in. I, I thought we saw more complete kind of setup play from Healy than we had from either of the two in the half hour today, albeit that it was kind of flawed in parts. But then you bring Ryovic in. If it, the game's getting late, we're pinging shots in, hopefully, as we did against Blackburn, and he might be, he might get something, something might fly in off his arse or any way, shape or form. But it's it was it seemed pretty apparent, as you say, from very early on that it it wasn't a game it wasn't a game for Melissa, was it? No, I couldn't agree more. And I, I don't like 
getting on his back because the championship is a step up for him. We all knew that we yeah. bought him in. For me now, he should be showing signs of improvement. The caller a minute ago, forgive me, I didn't catch his name, but he, Shane, yeah. he made yeah, he made a good point. I think it was him that said that Ryovich doesn't really make a run. He's got this habit of trying to block off avenues of passes yeah. between the centre-backs, but okay, any player can do it. There's just nothing about him. But the main thing that's concerning me now, Peter, and no one's actually mentioned this, I don't think, yet, Far away. is we are now getting in a habit of going behind in games. Yes. And much. it's it, it's all well and good, and it's a buzz when we come from behind and, and win. Yep, brilliant. It's fantastic when we get a, a, a draw against a very good Southampton side at home. Yeah, brilliant. That felt like a win, but... Why do we need to make it that hard for ourselves? And today is one of them games where we went behind and it's bit us on the arse. Now, could that be a precursor? Is that something we need to be concerned about? Maybe it's a bit too early to say that, but I just wanted to make the point that in the last few games, we've not won easily and we are getting worse and worse at the back. I thought Hoot looked very dodgy today. I did feel a bit sorry for him where the own goal was concerned because he had no option really but to slide in because if he didn't slide in, the guy had an easy tap in and we'd have all been on his back. But here, like everybody really, but Hoot and Serie Alta today were just giving the ball away. The amount of times they gave that ball away just on the outside of the penalty area and we had to then absorb another attack from Bristol City. But I think we've been found out a little bit, Pete. I think because of the lack of depth in the squad, we haven't really got that many options where we can change it. And fair play, Bristol City have done their homework. And I think if a lot of other teams watch, how do you beat Watford? Let's watch Bristol City. Let's see what we can do. Let's pick out the good parts of their game. And I I don't want to sound pessimistic because we're not in a bad position still at the moment. And hopefully we can turn it around on Friday. But I just started to worry that our defence and our midfield in particular are looking of looking a little bit a bit suspect at the moment, shall we say? No, so I think it's a great point about conceding first because if you think about it, we did it at Preston, we did it at Norwich, we've conceded two against Norwich, and you shouldn't have to go back to that. With same thing with Blackburn, I'm trying to remember who scored first against Hull, whether or not we got one back, but obviously we, I think we went up one up at one point. I could be wrong. Yes, I'm sure we did, and then Scott Twine equalised. But it, it's you're right. It's that there hasn't been I can't think of a Hamer game so far where I can't think of one where he's kept a clean sheet yet. And it's one of those kind of things whereby you almost think if we keep conceding, we can keep hoping to outscore the opposition, but good teams build. Yes, okay, football cliche alert. They build from the back. If we can be solid there, then anything we can nick is going to head us in three points direction. It's a point of concern and we all have to defend and and attack as a team. So take collective pride in not going behind as, as much as we can. No, great point. I think a great warning sign is we move towards the end of the year, the, the, the calendar year, and into what hopefully would be a productive transfer window. If it's not, then what's the point of rolling over not one but two technical directors and bringing in the third and kind of all of that? We would hope that there would be some form of improvement, but there we go. Anyway, sir, look, I hope you're feeling I hope you're feeling much better. Obviously, the best thing to do, and I would definitely take the Shane advice and, and consume some, some wine. Maybe challenge your wife's review. See if you can't provide one of your own and hope the, the man flu picks up in no time there, mate. 
Well, let's hope there's some wine left. I better go and check the fridge, mate. <laughs> we'll do. All right, fella. Yeah, I'll speak, speak to you later, mate. We'll do. Have a great rest of the holidays. Lovely stuff. Right, right. There goes Charlie. Let's get into let's get into the five word reviews. We learned obviously awful lot, lots and lots about things various tonight. But I think that's an interesting point. We have tended to concede the first goal, and then. Because we've come back, we've talked about character, we've talked about about guts and determination, and these are really solid, very real improvements because we've said we'd have lost that game previously on on previous days we did today doesn't mean that doesn't mean it has to be everything but means we need to see a reaction on friday ideally to make sure that it doesn't turn into a, a trend et cetera but also. Are we turning into a team who plays better away from home when the opposition kind of come on and leave more gaps for us? Don't know. Let's have a look. Let's get to the five words and start off with Brian Edwards saying, boo, fucking boo. Not much grey area in that one. Great escape is on TV, he also says. Big Lebowski says, sloppy boxing day, bleary-eyed Kayembe, too busy staring at the Bristols. There's a there's an innuendo in there. I'm not prepared to go for it. But the Big Lebowski, who I believe is still in... Oh, yeah, here we go. He's currently in Uruguay. Can't wait to rejoin Spaces in January, he says. I need to go to the beach after that and continue my search of Uruguay for Miguel Britos as he is badly needed. Very much so. Colin Smith, very sorry, can't be asked. He says, I think you mean asked there. Justin said, Boxing Day football delivers again. Justin does not like football on Boxing Day. It upsets him greatly that it's even a thing. Alex King says, Uncle never coming back again. Not seen us win live since QPR. Oh, blimey. Peter Olsen says, Passing was woeful. Happy Christmas. Big Lebowski's back with expecting to hear from Uncle Ron. No, we haven't heard from Uncle uh, uh, recently because you know what? Some people will ring in for periods and other people will have other things on at times etc lots of people catch up on on this stuff on the podcast rather than live and everything so look it's, it's fine but people call in as and when and if they want end off that's fine rich said ryevich statue of the year nice one peter ryan full moon extinguishes watford stars and he's got a lovely picture of the full moon over Sir Elton John stand. Not over Sir Elton John, but over Elton John stand. Brian Edwards, is there a fire drill? The Big Lebowski, Lou Orns, New Val didn't. Yes, very. Simon Parkins, pre-match beer the highlight, he says. Alan WFC cannot win them all. True. That's very true. If you play football matches, you're going to win some, draw some and lose some. The only way to not lose any is not play any, and I don't like that. Brian Edwards, glad I didn't bother going. He's put left back and right backs needed. Bristol better belligerent boy bastards. Oh, that's good. Or batter, sorry, I should say. Dr. Dickie Sutton, sobering afternoon following Christmas cheer. Yeah, it was, but we know this. We know this is the, uh, these are the table stakes. This is kind of what we know might happen. Rocking Robin, Sting, Hapless Hornet says carbs. Dave Lavender, fuck off was the attendance, 19,000 plus today. Yeah, only if you include seats as having attended, I would suggest. Gary says many bins dented in Watford. Yes, this is true. Justin did want to leave earlier. Myself and my son were having none of it, but he very kindly waited for us and, and uh, bought, bought us back. Wesley's wanky Watford wreck weekend. Gary. Gareth Kingswood, Hornet, get in there, sir. Excellent alliteration going with the W this time. The big Lebowski's back again. Val's going to kick 10 tons of shit out of them. He's zoomed in face on Hive Live, said it all. Alan Lathwell, who we were delighted to meet um, earlier on, um, I think he's out and about, uh, put shitter than Greg's Mexican tagine. <laughs> oh, there's going to be a tale on the transfer stuff, I'm sure. We found out all about Greg's 
uh, faux pas in cooking, but we'll leave that for another day. Uh, give Reese a full game, says Brian Edwards. The big Lebowski's back again. Hoot KMB have a turkey. Harry says, first half, midfield gone missing, no effort. Second half, no natural fullbacks. Start Healy. Bar humbug. Bar humbug. Well said, Harry. I'm all for bar humbug. Bloody battered by Bristolian bastards, says Jason Brewer. Another battered uh, com- coming in for that. A Boxing Day stuffing poor, says Nicholas Smith. Stephen Atkinson says, the light's going out on our Christmas. M just says, load of... And then she's used a poo emoji. But I think she means to say load of shit. I presume so. Well said, M. Merry Christmas. The Big Lebowski, too much turkey leads to... Turkey, thank you for that. Sloppy from start to finish, says Gary. Louis Tashira, one too many mince pies. But he's actually said mice pies, but I'm, I'm on autocorrect. Gary Selwood says, obviously too much cheese eaten. Yeah, don't mention that. Don't mention that. We needed that to deflect the curse. Cohen says, Robbins knocks out harmless hornets. Jim Cuthbert, the bunker was open early. Mikey Abraham's bad day, we go again. Best tenor ever spent. Not, said Gary Selwood. Goes back again, a team who took chances. They did. I mean, we created five on ch- on target chances. They did. But as I say, the difference between the quality and, and the, the clarity, shall we say, of the chances, huge. John Parzo says, ball burst, bubble burst, bollocks. Blame BT. <laughs> Yes, I would do as well. Justin, you're being blamed for all of this. James DJ says, Bristol bang against Watford whimper. Dan Harvey, has someone confiscated loser's phone? Oh, yeah. Was there no tweets, I imagine? Probably not. Or X's or whatever they are now. Watford Allen says, a Boxing Day massacre. Paul Fiander Turner, glad I'm in work today. It's not often we can say those words, but yes, you're probably right. No Boxing Day punch whatsoever, says Dave Lavender. Dave Lavender. Lee Jackson says, just shit. Luton played better today, says Kevin Kremen. Kev, come on, throw us a bone here for crying out loud. Chris Bone says, nowhere near enough Christmas potatoes. <laughs> and then an excellent meme with you say potato, I say vodka. For everybody on Potato Watch. Loyal Hornet says, great run, full stadium, Watfordy. Willie Ecker's like, well, that went Pete Tong. It certainly did. Silgerman, Turkish curse beat us today. Turkish, there's Turkish curses? Blimey. Richard WFC Potso out says, home form is now shit. This is the question. Are we now in a wave team? Yeah, seems it, but who knows? What the fuck was that, says Peter Joyless Jones? Hornet haikus, everybody. Right. Let's get prepared. Mouth exercises, etc. Sometimes this happens. Part of the learning process. Setback, not crisis. Oh, very good. Fasana Chowdhury says, Boxing Day footy, always overrated. You see, you're in the Justin Beatty camp there, Fasana, and, and fair play. The question is, are you for or against gravy? Because we did find out on the Christmas special that Justin is against gravy, and therefore all of his opinions are practically invalid. Carl Campion said, Stuffed by Robins, not turkeys. I'm I'm five-worded out now, says Brian. Thanks for, thank God for that. Oh, Brian Cripps is in with a number of five words. It, it's even got show more. Right, okay, here we go. Here we are. Sod the shambolic performance. It was lovely to meet Carl down the market tavern, Greg Wendoverhorn, Justin and yourself, Peter, down the bunker, did pre-warn not five words. Till the next time, you warns. I've read that as a series of five words, and, and I shall carry on doing so. I think that's the way forward, definitely. There, now, where, where are we? Here we go. Samuel says, we go again on Friday. Dame Croxty Green says, do I not like that? And then roasted turkey sliced wide open. Ethan WFC says, hairlines receding from watching that. Oh, crikey. Watford have done my hairline no good. Matty Kilo FC says, we look hungover. 
Beat Plymouth. I think that's an imploring hope, really. Cheers. I work in Bristol, says Mayburn. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Mid-table side off the pace, says Rob C. Index Jesus. Shrewhorn. That was not very good. One off, keep the faith, says Don Piss. Chris Taufer says, getting boxed on Boxing Day. Labada Fawood, and I appreciate I always pronounce that name completely wrong, but I'm going to carry on because I kind of enjoy it. Says, <laughs> which is probably five of the best words you could probably use for today. Billy says, win Saturday and forget it. Well, Friday, but I'm agreeing with you on everything else. Too much Christmas dinner, poor, says Stanley316. Dylan Thompson, would you a bad one? Peter Lee, just one of those days. Tony Bailey, too much Christmas Day drink for us or for the team? I think I know. Dog shit, says Big D. And that was just shit, says Ari777. Absolutely taking the fucking piss, says Ellie. But we heard from her earlier on. Dan Cohen, Valerian Ishmael, still completely inept, he says. And now we will finish the five words with Skylar Rose who never uses just five words. Absolute shit show and another Boxing Day battering at the Vic, just like Millwall last season. TDB is not a right back. Stop playing him as one. Gino, get your wallet out and buy us a new right back and a replacement for Hoot, another OG to add to his collection. Well done, BC. Had our number. BC, of course, Bristol City. Absolutely. Fair play to Bristol City. They've turned up and, and they've, they've, they've done us over, basically. They've come up and done a very good job and the, uh, and the fans were in good voice, uh, it, you know, in, and in good, fine, piss-taking fare because, hey, we would do it when the boot's on the other foot, so why not? Let's get to the long forms and then you guys can, can get cracking on those leftover turkey, which I'm sure you're dying to do. Alex King said, great to see you all. However, Andrews, unfortunately, was justified being hooked at halftime. Really didn't suit that inverted fullback role at all today. Ryevich is a super sub at best, and I'm overreacting. <laughs> well, I think we've kind of been in agreement with you there, John Parslow, long form. Our last set of results could have gone the other way, including versus Ipswich, where we could have got more. So today was one where going behind has caught up with us. You just can't keep doing that. It's probably good we got stuffed. It showcases the holes more. There you go. Absolutely. And that's, that echoes exactly what Charlie said. It's a nasty habit to keep conceding a, the first goal. You're going you're gonna to end up catching a cold eventually. And I'm not just talking about Charlie's man flu. Gary copied this in from Andrew French. He said, injury update from Ishmael. Lewis will need to be assessed tomorrow, but felt something in hamstring. Doesn't look good for Friday. Replacement of Andrews was tactical, not injury related. Stories on Watford website tomorrow. So get over to have a look at, at what Andrew uh, is going to be putting out tomorrow. Brian Edwards back on the long form. Can't stay drinking beer. Can't stay drinking beer. We'll listen to the recording. Merry Christmas and sack the board. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Very nicely put. Gary, how much Bailey Sadelli drunk? She didn't say. She just said Bailey's. Didn't quantify the unit of measurement. And I think it's all the better for it. As we all know, Bailey's comes in 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 small glass or basically like a half shot, a shot, a half pint, a pint, or a success of Bailey's, which basically involves, no, we won't go there. Uh, Louis Tashira, poor today, but no need for an overreaction. Hopefully just an off day and nothing more. Two more games in the next six days. Sub struggled to really get into the game. A poor performance, but reflective, not reflective of us recently. On to Friday. Merry Christmas. M. 
Pass me a drink. Dr. Dickie Sutton says, mice pie is better than football. Everybody's going on about mice pies now rather than mince pies. Charlie, we heard from him last there, said a very Watfordy thing, very Watfordy leggy thing, very leggy, very leggy. <laughs> Charlie's basically got the words very and leggy for Christmas and he's trying to use them up before they go out of fashion. Very good. James said, Hamer had a clean sheet against Rotherham. Thank you, James. Excellent. Brilliant. Quite right. Quite right indeed. That was the five nil. Jesse Hornet will listen later only just home. Today is a clear example of a squad that lacks depth and it's obvious that the gaffer had to rotate the squad and rest the decent players. We couldn't find which ones were the decent players that we would have bought in, but we did get to a thought about with that right back position, what about maybe using Porteous there as an option? It's a thought. We may decide that, that was complete pigsville, but hey-ho, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Jesse Hornet says, Watford made to look like some proper Bristols today. Very good. Zlatan says, fair play, lost to a more workmanlike side rather than a talented one. We go on to draw if we don't concede so soon after our goal. I think that absolutely is right. It was the, the moment where we've got back into the game and we got sucker punched by, again, being a pretty inept in terms of giving that ball away and not occupying that right slot, which is if it's been made to be done tactically, maybe it has to go to, or maybe it has to go on Val for that one, but he'll take it on the chin. If Val goes, the end, says says Boyd Mayover. No, I, I don't think anybody's suggesting that. Will Gasper, Bristol battering bad. Sad Will, he says. I like that. I like that. I like, I like, this, this equals sad Will. People putting in multiplication signs. I like this. The sound gone, said Lee. I think, yeah, I had some problems. First of all, it kind of fell out. My apologies, Lee. Thank you. Uh, Gallon, is that Uncle Clown still on these things? No, he hasn't come on. And uh, no, Uncle Ron is as welcome as anybody else, any other Watford supporter. Right. I'm I'm going to finish this. And it's not on a sour note at all when I say this. This thing is for anybody. It doesn't matter what your opinion is, right? When, when, When people come on and they turn around and say, I disagree with you, Pete. Oh, my heart skips a beat. Brilliant. Because you know what a really dull conversation would be? Somebody going, Pete, you're absolutely right. Brilliant. You only get to hear somebody else's opinion if they're prepared to offer it and venture it forward. And so if you think that you don't want to hear Uncle Ron or somebody saying something, you come on here and say what you think. Balance it out in that way, always. Ron is going to be welcome here. Anybody's going to be welcome here. Wendover's going to be welcome here, who's positive. And we've had people from both sides try, try to turn around, both positive and negative for the regime or any of this, turn around and say that other people from the other side shouldn't be here. That ain't going to happen. Life's too short. Save those seconds sending us uh, notes about that. We're just going to have them on. If somebody comes on and you don't want to listen to them anymore and you're listening to it on the podcast, just skip forward 15 seconds a few times and you're gone and you're on to the next one. The idea always is this is a barometer of fan support. We're after a game. So it's always going to be a little bit, I suppose, somewhat emotional, possibly elated, somewhat depressed maybe. But I think we get to an overall balance from the accumulation of people's thoughts and their comments and their the people coming on and the you know, people sending us messages that hopefully just make you go, hmm, yeah, okay, all right. The, the, the thing we saw there earlier on, it, yes, it was one of those games, but no need to overreact at this point. That may be where you end up today. You may have a different opinion doesn't really matter at all. It's your opinion. You are welcome to it. This is just the platform to hear it. So look, thank you so much for listening and staying with us. We appreciate it. it's been a funny old uh, a funny old game um, and, and a funny old evening, but it's still Boxing Day. There still remains of, of turkey and sandwiches to be consumed. There is still, I am sure, 
a large quantities of both chocolate and, and alcohol in equal measure. And we, as Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, are able to actually confirm to you that you are indeed allowed those calorie-free. That's just the thing that we offer today. We're here to do that because we can offer these sort of things. It's the kind of thing we like to do. Look, we hope you've had a great Christmas. Boxing Day's been a bit meh. Never mind. Next time. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.